Hey everybody, it's Adina, also known as Dini the Yogini. Hey, this is Lex from Flex of Lex. This is D, your faith-fueled mom. What's up, peeps? This is your girl JQ with Fitness Defied. This is Takima from Takima Renee Fitness, and you are listening to the Fit Black Queens Podcast. On today's episode of the Fit Black Queens podcast, we are talking all about community. Where do you find your community and how do you fit in? Hey, hey, hey. 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 people. Hello. (laughs) So I want to give you guys a, you know, a quick synopsis of my week. My week was actually, um... It has some highs and some lows. Um, I said before in this podcast, I have sensory processing disorder where it just feels like, um, like my sense, I don't know how to explain it well, but um, some things are just too much for me, like light and stuff like that. So I had my first meltdown <laughs> of 2020, which was a good meltdown. I told Alexis that I felt like I was like five pounds lighter because the next day I woke up real cute and there, <laughs> but um <laughs> had my first um, meltdown and I was able to see things about myself um, and how to handle it the next time. And then um, that was a low, but as a high for me is um, my daughter actually told me that um, she loves spending time with me this um, while this, while we're quarantined and stuff like that and said that I make life fun. So that was like, okay, after I just yelled at you for asking me to <laughs> what's for dinner three times, um, I appreciate <laughs> that. <laughs> but um, D, how was your week? My week was pretty good. Um, I, I was inspired by you ladies last week and I decided to go and get my bar certification. So yes! I'm going to yeah! you guys. I just wanted to be like you guys. um so that went really well and like I told you guys a couple weeks ago I am now I'm a course reviewer for idea world so I got another course to review which is really exciting and it's about yoga which Adina would love um so that was a pretty good opportunity and then as far as like fitness wise I find like I was out of my mojo for a couple weeks just because I feel like um a lot of things transitioned all at once and I just didn't know what to do for my with myself but now I feel like I kind of got a flow back going so that was pretty much my week how was your week uh Alexis (laughs) um I just want to say the cardio queen has returned she was on hiatus the previous week but she's back I went for 13 yes I went for a 13 yeah real hot because it was hot this weekend um I did a 13 mile bike ride with Adina this morning social distancing I social distance with Adina um we went for a 13 mile bike ride and that let me tell you you know we're friends because the bike ride was at 7 a.m and I'm not a morning person and that was hard (laughs) but I woke up at 5 45 so for Dina. Okay. So, and then I went for a 10, I ran a virtual 10 K, uh, yesterday. And then I went and saw Takima after I scraped myself off the floor. Um, <laughs> so I social distance with 
two queens. Actually, I still social distanced with all of you, but I actually saw them in real life this weekend. Um, yeah, this week was good. I feel like I'm getting my groove back. I'm starting a carb cycling nutrition plan that Dee put together for me. I start that tomorrow, so I've been meal prepping. Um, and, and I'm excited. I'm in a better place this week. How about you, Adina? Oh, wow. You know, yes, the biking was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, for me, it was 15 point something miles. <laughs> but it was great to see your shiny face. It was so great to see and I mean, it was just amazing. Um, I just have to say that disclaimer about the, 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 the mileage because I put on my mileage and I wanted to make sure that I calculated it correctly while social fitnessing and distancing, we did it all. Um, Except calculate the miles right because the, there were three of us. One of us got 15 miles. Two of us got 13 miles. I'm just saying. I don't know. But I, don't think my, I don't think my watch tells a lie, but nonetheless, I I posted 13 to 15 miles, which was good. Um, lots of good stuff happened to me this week, uh, this past week. Um, I got asked to do a yoga thing for um, some ladies in Chicago and ladies and gentlemen in Chicago and in Oregon. Um, had a nice turnout for that. I did mindful meditation and yoga. Um, I had a great interview with all that jazz. Yes, yes, jazz. Uh, the soap ladies. Yes. yes, yes, that was amazing. Um, I just got lots of good reviews from her on that. Um, two sponsors from um, Bird's Eye and Guardian. Um, those were approved and posted. And um, I'm working on a project now with a company in DC to bring yoga to people with dement excuse me children with alzheimer's and yes children do get alzheimer's and wow. functional disabilities that have limited mo mobility so i'm scheduled to do a yoga event with them coming up soon that is awesome and yeah yeah i think that's that's really really great and then of course my rei campaign run the tiniest one mile uh that was a lot of fun Hold up. I didn't um, know we were supposed to be journaling this stuff because I ain't taking no notes. Adina, oh, I got notes. Well, I, I, got I, notes. I, I, I just try to keep track of what I do. Um, yeah. I mean, it's it's just been phenomenal and just really grateful for all the opportunities that have come my way. BGR has reached out to me and said, hey, we want you to do two things. I got two things coming up with BGR. Wait, tell people, um, you have to tell people what BGR stands for. Okay, yes, it's Black Girls Run. Uh, I don't have the exact dates in front of me, but I'll be doing a yoga for runners and also a mindful meditation. So I'm looking forward to that. So I had a pretty fantabulous past week. What about you, JQ, lady in the house, lady <laughs> of the blues, lady that rocks the house? Hey, y'all, let me just tell y'all for like this one quick second. I broke the rule. I got in my car and I drove out of town. Oh my God. Oh my God. I had my mask and I wore my gloves and I got gas and all that, but I could not take it any longer. I was like, oh my God, I have not been anywhere. I have not traveled. I have not driven. I have not done anything. And so they lifted in Alabama 
some of our quarantine. And so now what's, it's not stay at home, it's stay safe at home. And um, so I came to see my sister and um, been spending time with her. But let me tell you, the biggest surprise was y'all, my daughter got in the car, she drove to Texas to see me while I was in Texas. And so, oh my God, I have not seen, I had not seen her, you guys, in like three months. And that's unusual because I used to go to New Orleans at least three times a month, minimum. And when basketball season is in, shoot, it's a game going, I'm going. And so it was just so amazing to see my kid. Um, I never imagined that I could miss my kid like that, but we're such great friends too. But the second best thing about after her coming to see me, she has recently become a personal trainer and now she's going Woo! into the I know, right? Wow, that's awesome. That is awesome. Her class was live this week, JQ. Girl, it's always like that, but she kicked my tail. Oh my God. And to so- To get it from my mama. She did, because I, I went back and watched the class after I had killed myself taking it, and I was like, all her little things that she says and all her little mannerisms and all that, we're like, oh my God, I guess that is what I'm doing to people. I'm watching myself. <laughs> <laughs> so that was like the amazing part of my week. But what I really want to share with y'all is I'm kind of a little like on the pissed side right now, oh. simply because it seems like Every time I'm looking to connect with a community of, you know, not just fitness, but mainly, you know, beauty, self-care, things where it's concerning healthy living, there are no real Black communities that I can connect to that are, you know, just really out there and available for us to connect to. Do you find it hard? Or, you know, I think we should talk about finding ways and different resources or what each one of us are doing to connect to communities. You know, community is so important on any journey because that's where you find out information. You connect with real life stories. You have people talk about their experiences. They share their resources. That's where you connect. Do you know what I'm saying? And so when it comes to Black people and females, African-American females, I just find that we're missing it on communities and connections. What do you guys think about that? So I was going to, I went to a conference and I did not see any representation for me. There, the questions I was asking based on what I was going through, there was not representation there. They couldn't even answer questions based on that. And, and for me, I need to know, or I want to feel like, and I know there are other people out there that want to know that when I'm talking to somebody or somebody's giving me advice or going to you as an expert, I want to know that, first of all, you look like me. Second of all, you've experienced what I've experienced. Third of all, you're a professional or you know what you're talking about. You can connect me with resources. You can give me some advice. But finding a black community of females, that, that, that is hard on all aspects and all subjects. But I think the hardest for me is fitness and beauty. And I don't mean hair. I mean self-care beauty, like skin care you know, makeup wise and not just the color of makeup, but how to blend it with my skin. You know, um, what kind of products do I use for um, the things that I suffer with as a black female, you know? And those are the kind of communities that I'm looking for that I feel like are rare. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you, JQ. I think it's, I think there's two issues. The one is finding the community 
And then the other is when you're, when you do find the community, being able to just be free with your community. And, I, and I'll explain that in a second. But I think that like for me, you know, I've had experiences with skincare or like going to even going to like a makeup stand in the mall, right? And they do your makeup and they set you up you know, with blue eyeshadow and I'm already yellow and that don't work. Uh, but like I go and I search for products, you know, I, I search for natural whatever and I'm not seeing people that look like me. So how do I know that's going to work with my skin tone or or just the, t- the texture of my skin or whatever? Um, and in fitness too, I mean, I, I grew up playing a sport that is was predominantly white. And I had some horrible experiences in the, when I was younger because of it, like, you know, they had a rule in volleyball when I started that you couldn't have anything metal in your hair. And I didn't have anything metal, but I had barrettes for my very first volleyball tournament. You know, the balls, the ball barrettes. Okay. So I had those and I had my hair braided that way I could play volleyball for eight hours and not have any issues. Right. I get there and I go to play. My coach put me in the lineup. And they told me I had to take my barrettes out. And I had a I had a lot of them in. I had long, thick hair. And it was so degrading for me to have to sit there and take my hair out that it took hours to do in the first place, you know, and like no there was nobody who looked like me who could say who could stand up for me and say that's not right. Um, so I get what you're saying. It's, it's sometimes hard, but then when you do find that community, you know, being allowed to connect with that community, sometimes people put up barriers. Like there was an experience we had at an event, all all of us, except Adina were there where, you know, the black women, we took pictures together and everybody's like stink eyeing you. And you're like, well, nobody said anything when the white girls were all taking pictures together, but now we're like, we can't be black together. Like what's going on? You know how hard it is for us to find each other. Um, so, yeah. I mean, I, I think this is a really deep topic, but what do the rest of you guys think? Um, I, I, let, I can say, and I mean, and don't take it wrong ladies, but I have to say that the majority of my clientele, the majority of the people that I connect with are Caucasian. They seem to embrace me, and and no offense, they seem to embrace me more, support me more, amplify me more. Um, And I do question certain things when it comes to clean beauty. I want to know how is this going to work for my skin and how relevant it is between your skin and my skin. What are the benefits? I do ask a lot of questions, but if you even scroll through my page, the majority of the, the support from community is huge for me, but it's mainly Caucasian. I, I, I don't yeah. know. I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's, it's, maybe it's my upbringing. I went to a private school in Massachusetts. Um, I've been around mostly Caucasians all my life. Um, that has just been my thing. Uh, they seem to gravitate towards me more than um my own race sadly 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 at the same time you're involved with black girls run and black girls do bike and so how do you what's that intersection that that actually is um the black girls run has been fabulous for me it's like a true sisterhood when i tell you the epitome of a true sisterhood it's a true sisterhood 
and those ladies come out and they support and they encourage and they motivate and they do all of that stuff. Um, but when it comes down to community and planning an event and doing an event, I, I get that from some, but I don't get it from a lot. If that makes sense to what I'm saying. It does. Cause I, I'm the same way when it comes down to my support system, especially when it comes to things like my career or if I'm trying to do something, most of my support comes from my white friends too. And so yeah. that's one thing. The problem is it, the problem herein lies again, where, where is that community? Where's that community standard amongst black girls? And then where is it also in us having those types of communities where there is a sisterhood, you know, black girls run. I don't know how long they've been around, but I know they've been around a long time. And I would be yes. interested to know how long it really took them to begin to be building that community. And I, I, I understand, I mean, I know it must have taken a lot of legwork or, you know what I'm saying? Simply because again, building something like that, we as black people, we have a hard time supporting one another. We will go oh, out. I'll say it, for, say it again for the people in the back. We will go out and support or commit to a community, you know, of um, white lily billies versus black Betty Boo. You understand? And 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 so I don't. That that's where I don't. I don't understand that. I've never understood that. And I'm not one of those people. I intentionally go and try to support as many black girls as I can. I'm particular, not because you're black. I'm particular because I'm looking for you because you're black. Cause I want to support my sisters. I want us to win. But I don't think that I'm sorry, JQ. I, I don't think it's necessarily true in everything though, because Me either, not everything. entertainment, you know, how many people do we, first of all, how there was more than one Medea film we don't know. It's black people's fault. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The first one was bad. All the ones after yeah. it are bad. But we went and we supported Black Panther. That was great. Everybody went and saw it how many times, you know? And so when it comes to entertainment, it seems like we don't have an issue. But when That's it comes different. to supporting Black-owned businesses, the small mom and pop companies, that's where the, the problem tends to exist. Not always, but often. I agree. Yeah. But the, and the, to the answer your question, the entertainment business is still run by white people, y'all. It's still white people are getting the main benefit. Even off black people that are doing entertainment, we're, we're working for this and we're, and we're getting money. Don't get it twisted. But, you know, something as simple as the Super Bowl and somebody goes to perform at the Super Bowl, they get paid, sure. But it's still the Super Bowl, the people who are, the money of the Super Bowl is still going back. These people are still supporting that collective of community and i think in some instances you're right alexis i think it is the industry it is definitely industry you know related but still the whole essence of community it, we are not maximizing on that as black people we're just not and especially when it well, comes to health and beauty and fitness those are communities that i'm passionate about we're not supporting each other like we could and we're not building communities like we should either okay so i want to just chime in for one second so be and let everybody else get a chance to go as well but let me just say this um black girls run started back in 2009 with tony uh tony carey and ashley uh hicks so they started that back in 2009 and they have built this monstrous 
community of women because we as African-American women, we suffered from so many different diseases. And since that, since then, now the ownership is under JL Alexander and it has just blown up into this huge monstrosity of women supporting women, doesn't matter what shape or size or whatever. So in the fitness realm, black girls do run, do run the leading charge when it comes to fitness for that culture, for our culture. It's just a matter of whether you belong or not. But I think that when it comes to community, it's, that's a tough one. I'm sorry. It's a tough one. It's a tough call. I mean, JQ, I'm with you. I'm And, and D, I'm with you. So it's tough. So we like um, crabs in a barrel. So I, I will say this. I think because I've always... I think I do come off as like inclusive, right? Overall, that's how people see me. And I've never really had a trouble with finding my community. Um, like when I met Alexis, I slid in her DMs, you know? <laughs> like, I don't know. I think it's like, um, I'm just drawn to like-minded people. And it just so happens that the like-minded people are like Alexis and Adina and D and JQ, but um, I will say, I will agree with one thing. Majority of my clients are, are Caucasian. Um, at one point I did try to market towards a um, like all black community, like a black community. And they said, a lot of ladies came back and told me that I cost too much. Um, not only I cost too much, um, they couldn't do 45 minutes to an hour working out because they had other things to do. And um, one lady actually told me this while we were getting our hair done. And it took both of us an hour plus of getting our hair done. And I said, you took the time to get your hair done today. But just to work out, you know, you won't do that. And she's like, no, it's different. But um, I, I don't know why. I think overall, I am supported by both communities. But I don't know why it's harder to get um, African-American clients from me right? But for an overall community, I think that Alexis and I, that's what we're trying to build here in Maryland. And I don't know, it just seems like people just come, you know what I mean? Um, I think because we do put it out there as we put out inclusivity. Did I say that properly? I think I did. Yes, you did. Inclusivity. (laughs) Yeah. So I think that all of a sudden, like, it's just to see two Black women do things that other people like, oh, we don't do that. I think that that's why they just be drawn to us but that's all I'm trying to say but I don't think that um overall black people do not support me I will say over I don't know I don't explain that I think that's really deep and it's gonna take some time but I wouldn't say that they won't support me overall well and it's funny because with the so Takima and I run a, a group here in our in the DC metro area called DMV fitness fam and it's true you know we people see us our face and we don't have to say like this is a black group or this is run by black like they see a black face and we have people who aren't just black people who come it's not just women you know it's it's a good mix all different ages and, and and orientations and all of that and sometimes I think it's just seeing someone who looks like you doing a thing that maybe you're interested in. It's kind of like what the, the ladies from Black Girls Trekking said, yes. where just sometimes just seeing someone, it just like helps you dip your toe in. So we had, 
we took a group hiking and there were a lot of people who had never been hiking before. Like, you know, we didn't think people did that and whatever. And so sometimes it's just helpful to see that face and maybe it takes some time to actually build that relationship, but just seeing people sometimes, sometimes that helps. Like with black girls run, I saw a group of women at a race here in DC years back. And I was like, what is Black Girls Run? What is this? Well, they high five me. Oh, they high five me. Okay, who are they? <laughs> and so that's when I first started learning about them. And then I was like, okay, I want to buy the hat. I want to, I want to, you know, meet other ladies. And I want to go on their group runs because it's like, that's that, that little appetizer. It's a sisterhood. It's yeah. A sisterhood. And it, it's just you, sometimes you need to just slowly, especially if it's something that you're not, like you're new to. Like I was new to running. Um, people are new to hiking, people are new to fitness, and they just need to feel comfortable. And maybe we, I don't know, maybe we require more handholding. I don't know what it is. But I think sometimes it's like you got to kind of reel people in. And sometimes it takes longer. It takes a lot longer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's true, too. And like I said, I know they're out there. I know those communities are out there because I'm, I'm a part, there are some communities that I'm a part of that are african-american communities or black communities but again it took a lot of research for me to connect first of all to find them and then mm -hmm. the connection process again they they're so tightly knit that it's it's not as inclusive as we would like and so that's why i say i think we should have more communities that are more inclusive I feel like I'm not included in some of the communities when it, when they invite me, I know that I don't see anybody that looks like me. So when you do that, when you go into somewhere and you don't see anybody that looks like you, for me, that already makes me put my Google eyes on like, wait a minute, why am I the only one here <laughs> that looks like me? Right. You know, why all of a sudden I am, you know, am I the only one here? And then when you can't service my needs of the whole reason why I came to the group, that right there makes the red light just go off in my head. Yeah. You know? That's a problem. Dee, what about you? What have you experienced? It's funny. Um, so I've been listening to all you guys. So I have been, I'm an army brat. Most of the communities that my family would settle in were mostly white. So I've always, mm -hmm. um, I feel like been very diverse. I really didn't realize, um, how much until I went to college and then I started I was um I became the black the treasurer of the black student union and that's when I kind of was really embracing my culture more I guess I guess um so I've always felt like an outsider an insider on the outside like I've always no matter what situations it's been um so for me my faithful mom initially started for me seeking community and I've always sought community, but I, like, I, I've, like JQ, I've just never, I've always been in a group, but been the outsider in the group. So that's just kind of how I've always been and just how I guess my perspective is for things. So I've, I have tried to, um, I that's that time at Alexis, I was part of Fit Approach and I've been part of different groups, but I always, I, I still feel like that to this day. I just feel like I've always been the outsider in, maybe because I've always been the only brown girl um, or... Like I live in Massachusetts too. And I, I actually, hey. and the most community I felt was in Massachusetts, honestly. 
Um, really? I don't know. I don't know if it's the season of life I was in. So I, when I lived in Massachusetts, I had two little girls um, under the age of four. So my mommy groups were like a lifeline for me and all the moms there. And we were all like raising our kids together. None of us had a clue. So we really, you know, we did play groups together and play dates together. And so that was my community there. And we moved to Massachusetts when my oldest daughter was four months old. So my husband could go back to school. So we literally, I was, I, I was newly married, new mom in a state by myself with no family or nobody. So I, I like needed that. And that was, I was thinking that's the only time that I really felt like I was in a community and I was the only black girl again in that community. So I have mm-hmm. never been in, uh, I've, I've attended black girls run events. Um, I wasn't really a runner. So again, I felt outside. Um, I've had, I've tried to have events here. Um, I am connected to a mommy group, but again, I'm always the outsider. Like I'm always the one they're like, oh, we forgot to invite you like weeks later. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I've, I've, I'm always been the outsider looking in a group. So I'd, I've never really know what it would be like to be in a community, except for that season when my girls were little and we were doing like mothering or just raising our kids together. I feel like that was the only time. So I'm like JQ, I've always been searching for it because we're meant to live in community. Like we're meant to be in a community. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know if I was actually in one, how I would, how I would function in it. Cause I've never been in that situation. Can I say, so you know, like, what's funny is that for Alexis and Takima, I heard about them through girls from black girls run. They're like, have you heard of the two African-American girls? And I heard this from like several people. They do this hike thing. They're really involved in the community, blah, 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 blah. So I think that was a nice presentation for someone else to pass on their information is how how they become to know someone great like me you know <laughs> i was like i hope there's a am i allowed to there's a little joke in there but they talked about uh uh alexis and Takima, and i've heard it from like three girls from black girls run saying hey you need to talk check out these girls they do uh, the DMV fitness fam, they do this, they do that, blah, blah, blah. And the African-American women and, you know, we don't hike, so check them out. I mean, so the word is out there, but I think it's also by word of mouth and who you talk to. So. Well, and I agree with what Dee was saying about like different seasons in life, because, you know, now I feel pretty comfortable with who I am. I'm awkward. I'm a nerd. I like weird stuff sometimes. I love cheese. You say grammar police? No. I'm grammar police, sure. I'm also addicted to cheese. Um, So these are things about myself that I've come to terms with. And over the years, you know, as a kid, it was like hard growing up because I had like the black girls were like, you're not black enough. The white girls are like, you're too, you're too black. So, and, and what are you, you know, that kind of thing. Um, So I mostly, most of my friends were like Asian or they were biracial <laughs> like me, my close friends. Um, but then, you know, as I've gotten older and I've come to accept like, yeah, I'm awkward and whatever, this is me. Like, uh, this is how I am. And I feel like we're in a season now where it's okay to be a nerdy black girl or awkward black girl like Issa Rae, you know, that whole thing is like, it's actually kind of cool now. it's so funny you say that because I went to my first blogging conference like blogger blogger conference and I left there and I was like oh 
that's what happened to all the nerds in high school. We became bloggers. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, because I was a nerd. I was like, I was a nerd in high school, and I feel like we have, like, as bloggers, we're very articulate. We're really, really smart. We can code, guys. Um, and we are funny. You say, really excuse me. Did you say code? Oh, did you say code a code. what? Code web code, like because we're smart black girls. Oh, okay. And I feel like a lot of us have these skills, <laughs> and we have the personality. But when we were in high school, we had, you know, that basically we weren't conformist in high school we weren't you know the ones who whatever wasn't the prom queen the homecoming queen but we still are great people and personality and now we're rising up because we we have a platform that we're able to create ourselves and when I left my first blogging conference that's I I was more accepting of my quirkiness I could, I'd say because it's a bunch of introvert quirky people when you go to these blogging conferences we're all nerds <laughs> um but we have really great personalities that we're able to allow it, like this social media has allowed us to have a platform to be on and to share our brilliance. So um, I love like Alexa saying that she's embraced it too. And yeah, and I'm almost 42. Like, honestly, I only want two or three friends. I don't need a group of friends. <laughs> like, I don't. I'm not I too much so, I feel you on that note, Dee, because I'm not big on friends. I was a big, big introvert. I didn't have friends growing up. I had my first set of friends when I was 18, and I didn't know, I didn't even know how to be a friend. My Those friends will tell you I was the worst friend you could ever have. I've had to learn how to, even the friends that I have now, it's only because after 45 years, I think I've, I'm learning, even with you guys. Y'all know, I, I, I struggle. I want to be in this community. But maybe God has not allowed me to get in communities because I don't know how to even handle communities. It's hard enough for me to stay connected and engaged with the, the few communities that I have. But I mm -hmm. still like to know that when I'm reaching out or when I'm looking for a community that um, I'm not always connecting with people that don't look like me. And that's where my disconnect is. I grew up military as well. All the people that support me and that tend to reach out to connect to me are Caucasian. But when I am trying to reach out and I want to find something that's like me, I find it hard to find. And that's where my disconnect is. It's like, you know, where are those communities of quirky black chicks that have skin problems that want to, you know, that are 52 years old and that look like, you know, me that are working out where, where are those kind of communities look like they're 22 and have a body of a, <laughs> a 19 year old. <laughs> but I, I, I gotta ask you that JQ, because, and, and, and ladies don't take this wrong. I'm saying I grew up in affluence. Okay. So I come from, I came from a family that had, I was pretty well to do. I didn't have to want for anything. Um, that's probably why my husband says that I'm a spoiled brat. Um, and, um, I see him I bringing you dinner. <laughs> <laughs> no, because it's my turn to cook tonight. Um, and um, um, just what you mentioned, I grew up around majority of all Caucasians. I mean, it's, it's Caucasians, Hispanics, and African Americans. But I was only black in my class. Only black in my graduating class. And I was the most popular in high school. I mean, because I got along with everybody. So, I mean, I think I'm, I'm, I'm still trying to find that niche is why we don't support. We do support, but why is it a specific race that funnels to us all the time? 
for whatever we're trying to do in the community. Why? It's true. Like, if you look at my Instagram, most of the women are Caucasian. Most of my clients are Caucasian. People, when I post something, like, I think I post my bar thing, my bar search, I barely any of my black girls said, good job, D. And it is what it is. Like, I know that, I just kind of know that's how it is. Um, and I got the same thing, too, as growing up. Or, like, when people speak to me on the phone and then they meet me in real life, they're like, oh, <laughs> you know? Um, so, like, you sound too white. You're hair. You're this. You're that. So, I don't know also if I have my own um, insecurity. So, I put up borders, too, so that I don't mm-hmm. make the mm-hmm. JQ saying. Um, <laughs> so, I don't make those connections like JQ was saying. Maybe it's that, too. Because um, definitely what you put out there is what you receive. So, yeah. I feel like if if I was putting out there, I wanted to connect with people, which is actually my word for this year. Like, you know, everybody gets, has a word. My word's connection um, because it's definitely a skill that I struggle with, for sure. I, I think that like when everyone was talking about when they were younger and things, when I first moved to Maryland, um, you know, I grew up in LA and I moved to Maryland when I was in high school and I had a perception of who I was. And it wasn't until probably three years ago, um, I thought that I was one way and everyone said, no, you just got along with everyone. And I never, I mean, I, I knew how I was feeling the inside, but I always knew that I've always wanted to bring people in. Right. So with that being said, I think that that's why it's hard for me to say that I can, it's, it's hard for me to find community because I don't know why I just attract it. And like Dean was saying, I think it's just because I always put it out there. Um, sometimes it can be the wrong community that happened back like five years ago we ain't gonna get into that (laughs) that was really bad (laughs) but um but like I've always attract community um I think with fitness I will say that um I had an experience when I first started I became a personal trainer I was working at a well um a nice gym in the area and I was the only um black female personal trainer and it was no it was two of us and they pit us against one another and everyone did it. And it was just like, oh, if you want this, you go to Sakima. If you want this, you go to this person. And I'm like, and I told her because at one point it caused friction between the two of us. And I was like, what is the attitude for? I don't have an attitude towards you. Like neither one of us did this. It was the people that was around us. And um, she said, she was just like, yeah, I don't like you because you're taking my money. I said, oh, no, this is not the situation I want to be in. I'm not trying to take your money. Like, and, and what she meant by that, it was when, when Black women came in and they said, I want a Black female trainer, it was only two of us. And she couldn't get everyone. So she had, you know, they had to choose which one they were going to go to. And I don't want that situation. And that is all, actually why I started going to um, 101 personal training, because I was like, I'm never going to go through that again. <laughs> but um, I do think that a lot of people put like um, put black women against one another. Or we come into that mindset with community of this person is we're, I'm not going to get along with this person. You know, we automatically start making up situations within our own head. And at one point, someone feels like they they shouldn't be there. You know what I mean? Like uncomfortable within a community. And I think that that's just unfortunate. I think for me personally, as I grow older, I don't feel that way I, because I do know how to communicate <laughs> and say, I'm not feeling comfortable. What's going on with you? I saw that you looked at me wrong. You know what I mean? But um, I think within... I do see a lot of 
black communities is only one person can do one thing. So I come from the political world and it's really bad there where there's this like tokenism, right? And there are people who are comfortable being the token black person and they yeah. oh, they don't want any other black like they don't want to bring yeah. anybody along with them. You get yeah. people who want to you know really um you know, build a community with other people and, and bring into the fold other people of color. But there are some people who just love riding that position and anything that threatens that they're like, Nope, there can only be one. And that is a really big problem. Yes. Ooh, you said a word when you said that Alexis, because you know what, when you were talking about that, that syndrome of being you know, the token person is so true because I had that same experience that you had, Takima, when I came into a place and I'm thinking that, hey, this is going to be amazing. I'm another, I'm with another a black female. We're going to make this thing grow. You know, we're going to be in it together. And she felt threatened for that same purpose, Alexis, because she was the only one. And when they did come in and they want a black female, she knew she was getting that regardless. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so being the token and having to share that also meant that somebody may choose me over her. Oh my God. And that is a big mentality that we struggle with just in community period. And I'm talking sister to sister, female to female, black to black, just the females that in, in community. That's another thing that we struggle with when it comes to connecting within the community as well. Yeah. Oh, that's good stuff, Alexis. I didn't think about it from that aspect. We just don't support as like we, like we would like it to be. I think that's what it is. But I do think that that's why it's great that the five of us is here. You know what I mean? Like, um, the, and I can say like, when I met each one of you guys, I'm like, oh, this is, it just felt like, it felt like home. It felt good, right? Like when I first met Alexis, we all know, we all know this moment. When we're like, oh, I need help with something. Let me call Alexis. <laughs> and then Alexis is like, I'm here for you. I like, know, right? Speed oh. dial. Alexis, grammar police, uh, <laughs> website creator, all of these titles she has. <laughs> and it's just so, it feels so good when she's like, you know, and she's very like, no, you know, I, I got you. Don't worry. We'll sit down and we'll do it. And it, it's good with that. But I feel like all you ladies have that as well, where it's like, no, I got you. It, it's good to feel like someone has your back without you and without you having to force it. You know what I mean? Or yes, ask for yes, it. Yes, you know, yes. I've never had to ask Alexis or Adina or D or JQ of just like, do you have my back with this? It's like, it's already known for me, you know? You're right. You may have had to ask me 20 times, but I'm still going to do it. <laughs> look, JQ, you and I look at, like, in thinking about how do we, how do we get over this issue as a community, it's like, I think one thing that people can do is when they see, like, let's say another woman in the workplace, and let's say another woman, let's say another Black woman in the workplace, instead of immediately putting your guard up, like go and introduce yourself because I feel like so much happens before people even talk to each other yes. and, and get to know each other. Like I haven't had the experience where the majority of the people supporting me are white. I would say I have a diverse range of people who support me. And I, I think I'm fortunate. I don't, I don't, I think that's more the exception to the rule. Um, but I, ha I will say that sometimes, you know, with people that, 
I have met and become really good friends with, there's that initial, it's almost like it's something that's built within us as in our culture where you're like, who's that? Why she look, you know, what is she wearing? Who does she think she is? You know, that kind of thing. And it's like, if you just like put all that crap to the side and just go up and say hello and just have a conversation with someone, you'll find that you have a lot in common with them. And, you know, maybe not, maybe not. I mean, some people are just jerks, right? (laughs) <laughs> but, yeah. but I think sometimes there's and I'm not saying this happens with our group here but maybe some of the folks listening maybe their first instinct is to just think that oh well you know who is she who does she think she is kind of thing instead of saying like oh there's another woman of color who has probably had some of the same life experiences I've had and has some yeah. of the same challenges how can we connect and how can we support each other versus how can we compete you know be, compete with exactly compete with each other yeah i think that's also like you were saying alexis we have to voluntarily preset our minds change our we have to be the ones to do it you know and it does it does take things stepping back and saying i'm not gonna do this anymore and mm-hmm. so when we're presented with the situation we have to change we have to mentally say we, we don't want to be a part of we want, I'm sorry, we have to mentally say we want to be a part of the solution. And the solution may start with each one of us individually. And, and um, you know, even if it means that stop looking for a community and create one, you know, just like we did here. We were saying we couldn't find one. We wanted to do this. And we all jumped on and did it, you know. And there's room. There's another thing in our community. There shouldn't have to be com- competition because there's room for every single person, every single one of us, black, white, green, orange, purple, you know, tall, big, small, there's room for every single one of us to prosper and succeed. But also we can't do it unless we find community and connection with each other. You, there's no person or nothing in this world that has happened within its own self. It takes some other kind of support. You cannot do anything by yourself, not a single bit, not a single thing by yourself. Well, I I have like a little silly example. It's not silly, but it's maybe to you guys, it might be a little silly, but I told you, you know, I played volleyball and as I've gotten older, I've seen more black faces, right? Uh, Because it's become more popular uh, in the black community where it wasn't really an option before. It's expensive to play volleyball. Um, And so, you know, we have I've had experiences where people have been like, oh, I don't want to play on that team because that's a bunch of black girls. And it's been black people who've said it. So <laughs> there's this one team, this one co-ed team that was in my league and they were called uh, Team Chocolate. And I wanted to be on their team so bad. And I kept <laughs> waiting for them to ask me to play with them. And then they finally did. I was hype. They had a Wakanda Forever cheer that they were doing. I was like, yes, this is amazing. And, and then I'm like, this girl over here says she didn't want to be on the all-black team because, ill. oh, my gosh, too many black people. I was like, this is the most lit team. Everybody was hating on us the whole time. We kept beating people. It felt amazing. <laughs> there's room at the table for all of us there right? is yes. there really is there really there is really. So if you guys are listening to the podcast 
and um, you know you want to know or you want to tell us about how you're connecting or your community experiences please make sure you visit our anchor page leave us a message you can connect with us on any of our social media platforms as well we definitely want to hear from you if you have a community that you have started or if you want to share your community and your connections with us and our audience we are looking for communities and connections for us and for to share with our audience as well. And so thank you guys so much for listening. Bye. 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 <laughs> Adios, muchachas and muchachos. Later, baby. <laughs>